Hey, it's your boy Jose from Big Meat Sports. How are you guys doing? Yes, I haven't been on this podcast for a while. But you know what? Some people do need some vacation. So I was on vacation going to Disney World and some personal leave. Uh, didn't have any of my uh, co-hosts that were able to uh, do a podcast by themselves. So uh, you guys uh, you guys had a couple of weeks without me, but I hope you guys miss me and glad to be back on um and we're on we're we're in a peak of playoff time um and this is going to be an nba podcast uh because uh what good place to start with uh on this nba podcast uh you know just talking about the miami heat <laughs> let's go heat boy see i'm not at home and i i, I don't have my uh my sound effects and everything. And I'll be playing that heat song. The heat is on. Yeah. Everybody knows that song. If you're Miami heat fan, everybody knows. Don't be, don't be playing like you don't know that song. Um, but yes, the Miami heat are up two games to zero. Uh, first game was uh, 115 to 91. Uh, look, first game, Duncan Robinson came out firing. Bo is, Bo is hitting all those threes, you know, ended up the game with 27 points. Um, and it just felt like the intensity in the defensive side was revved up so much that we just suffocated the Hawks and Trey Young. And man, there's something with Trey Young. I I just don't know. He just irks me. I don't know if it's because the hair on his head looks like the, my, the the pubes on my balls. Um, That's why this, it is, it just really, I, I don't know. It's something with Trey Young, but he's like a cheap version of uh, Steph Curry in Golden State uh, because he thinks he can make all those long shots. Yeah, he can. You know, he's going to make one out of ten stuff like that. But uh, the first game they held him to uh, eight points. Uh, I believe this game, the second game, it was like twenty something points. But he was really, really not that effective uh, the uh, past two games uh, for the Hawks. So, but you know, going back to the first game, it just felt like you know. You know, the defensive side, this translates to the offensive side. P.J. Tucker, man, they, I'm going to just call him playoff Tucker because this guy, the first game came out shooting lights out, 16 points, even though he kind of tailed off on, you know, on the second game. I think he's still doing with that leg injury, but this man has been playing really, really good defense. And um, I believe he had six points the second game. But, you know, this this T team, it – you know, in playoff past, you know, Atlanta on the this, this second uh, game, where it was 115 to 105, uh, Atlanta kept on, kept in the game. And in years past, I feel like that the Heat saw Bogdanovich shooting threes and making crazy ass shots. They would have just, you know, uh, put up some wild shots their own and probably would have lost the game. But I think the resilience with this team was just on another it's it's on another level i think we they've learned from the past you know from the bubble and losing four you know losing four games to the milwaukee bucks uh last year i just think this heat team's kind of different and look i i i have you know i want to say that this series goes to five games so so we're going to give them a gentleman's sweep because i feel like the Heat will come out and and beat them the third game, probably lose the fourth game or vice versa. Um, but when it comes back to Miami, we're we're gonna 
we're going to stamp it down from there and, and move on to the next round. So, um, but Jimmy Butler tonight with 45 points, uh, shooting the lights out, man, this guy is becoming a three point machine. I, I, you know, he's, he's been saying he's been wearing the sleeve. So I don't know if that has uh, anything to deal with it, but this is the Jimmy Butler that we, we would like to see. And he's more of, uh, I would say, uh, um, likes to get everybody involved, but, uh, I felt like this game, it was, it was his game to just take over and we needed him to take over because a lot of people weren't shooting as well as we wanted to, um, you know, Tyler hero, uh, basically struggled the first game. I, I think, I don't believe that he had, I think he was just rushing everything, um, you know, and that's probably some of the jitters. Um, he's still young. So you get, sometimes you let the moment get to you. Um, but Tyler Hero bounced back today, 15 points. And see, this is a luxury of this Heat team because you don't know where you're going to get hit from. You, you got one game is Duncan Robinson. You know, got one game, Jimmy Butler. Hopefully the next game is Tyler Hero. Then, bam, out of bio or somebody else. You know, Struce. It's just this team is a well-organized team. And when I mean team, this is a team. You know, it's not just individuals. This is a team. Unlike the Brooklyn Nets where they only got two people and everybody else is just garbage. This is, no, this is a team that you can count on any player off the bench or whatever the, uh, the case may be to go out there and score you some points. So um, heat up to, to uh, 2-0, I believe the next game uh, is on Friday, uh, game three. So it's important game three. If they can go up 3-0, um, I believe this series is uh, somewhat over. Um, they might get the sweep if they go up three zero, but, uh, we'll see. I, I, I do believe the Hawks do play good at home. So we'll see if, uh, he can uh, sneak one out, uh, in game three. I think game three is a really tall, uh, tall tale of where, uh, you know, this series is going to go. Um, but then, and, oh, and I forgot to mention, this is going to be just, a uh, you know, uh, the East Eastern Conference uh, podcast. We're not talking about the Western Conference because I don't. There's no no like real exciting uh, matchups over there, um, other than the Timberwolves and and Memphis uh, that are evened up at one one. But I just don't see anything that's really uh, entertaining. Even though the Suns uh, kind of dropped one and and Devin Booker uh, being out with the hamstring tightness. Now that's going to be interesting because if they it's tied up one one. Now you're going back to New Orleans. Let's see how bad that injury uh, is. Now Devin Booker does have a history of uh, hamstring, uh, you know, issues. So we'll we'll see if he can if how long is he on. If it's if it's an extended period of time, this is it. It's not looking good for the Suns. Um, but the next uh, series we want to talk about is the Celtics versus Nets. Now, if you guys you know if you guys didn't watch this game. Um, I, I, I'm just, I feel bad for you because this game was very entertaining. Uh, Celtics Tatum with the last second layup. Um, look to me in my personal opinion, the nets rely on Kevin Durant and Kyrie too much. They have for Kevin, for the nets to win Kyrie and Kevin Durant have to play elite basketball and they have to, you know, they have to be, at their elite status for them to win. And Kevin Durant didn't really, you know, he didn't shoot that well 
Um, he did he did score his points, but not as well as he wanted to be. And that's why you saw this this uh, this uh, game close in which Boston took over. But I don't know. I, I want to say it's a testament of Boston's defense with, you know, Marcus Smart, who's the, the defensive play, player of the year, which we could argue that Bam got the shaft on that one, even with Bam not even getting in the conversation, uh, you know, top three, that's kind of like irks me because Bam, one, cover, can cover any all positions. Marcus Smart is a very, very good defender. Look, if if it was just Marcus Smart and Bam out of bio, then, then I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind, but you don't have Bam in your top three. That irks me. But uh, but uh, Marcus Smart, you know, is playing good defense. But the Celtics game plan, it, you know, defensive-wise and rotation, I think they were just throwing a lot of stuff at them, and I don't think the Nets were ready for it. And, you know, look how they took game one. Um, I, I, again, is the game was, you know, somewhat close because – Kyrie, uh, Kyrie was going off uh, on the on the Celtics, but I just think that's this is a bad matchup for the Nets. Uh, you know, Celtics play really good uh, defense, and to just you know the the Nets transition defense is very uh, suspect, and that's what a lot of teams try to do versus the the Nets is try to get that you know try to push it on them because their transition defense is is really not that good. Um, you, you create matchup problems, especially with, you know, Seth Curry in there and, um, you know, Dray, um, uh, what's this guy's name? Their center. Um, damn, I f- totally forgot his name right now, um, but it'll, it'll come to me. <laughs> um, but yeah, when he's in there, it, it's, it's, it's very a slow pace. And, you know, that's what the, the, uh, the Nets want to get you in is a slow pace game and rely on their, they're excellent two shooters in, you know, Kevin, Dur- Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Um, but look, you know, and look, maybe Ramadan uh, got to Kyrie and he was a little bit hangry um, because that boy was just flicking the bird off at <laughs> every Celtic fan that was criticizing him. That was uh, getting in his, you know, getting in his ear, talking trash. And I never see like, look, I never, I never seen that uh, in the NBA um, you know, probably like them talking back, but this flicking in the bird and, and stuff like that. Uh, I personally haven't seen it. If you guys have seen it, uh, please let me know. But it's just, that was, it, it, it was funny. Like, I was like, damn, that boy is, you know, that boy looks like me when I'm hangry, boy. He, he's he's cursing and, and flicking off the bird and stuff like that. So it was, it was pretty funny. But then you go to Sixers and, and Toronto and look, I'm not even going to touch on this series that much because, this this series looks like it's over from the get go. Um, yo, Fred Van Vleek and Trench Jr. These boys are building some brick houses, and when I mean they're building some brick houses, yo, Van Vleek had about three opportunities to make one, you know, to make a bucket in one possession, and he missed all three. And I was like, damn, boy. Like just imagine if you, if Fred Van Vleek was on, they, it could have been somewhat of a series. Now they can't; they have nobody to stop Joel Embiid. Um, Precious Achua is just too skinny, um, and whoever they they put on him, it's just no match. But they're having the others go off too, and that's what's you know that's what's frustrating with Toronto because they have nobody going off, and you know it's 
this is this is one of those series that might be a quick and easy sweep. Um, but we'll see because you know Mighty Steibel can't play in Toronto, so we'll see how the 76ers look in Toronto. Maybe something different, but looking at these first two games, I really haven't seen Mighty Steibel that much. You know, you see his impact on the defensive side or stuff like that, but you know, Toronto has so many, so many other people to worry about. Maxi, uh, you know, it, it's just, you know, Embiid, uh, James Harden. It's just a, a slew of, of players that they have to worry about. And they're letting Maxi go off. And it's, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be a tough task for Toronto to at least get one game. Um, but I don't think this is going to happen. I think the Sixers sweep. Uh, this series and then you have the Bucks versus Bulls and look um, <laughs> this this series I I, I knew I, I know the Milwaukee Bucks is gonna roll away with the series but it has to be frustrating as a Bulls fan well you kind of like you kind of see what the Toronto Raptors fans have gone through with DeMar DeRozan where he is scoring. He's like a scoring champion during the regular season and so on and so forth. But when it comes playoff, damn, this boy, is, this boy doesn't know how to show up. Now, granted, it's only one game, um, but he missed a lot of shots. And, they, you know, they lost 96 to, 96 to 86. But, man, like Toronto fans, I, I feel your pain. Like, you know, these Chicago Bull fans are saying, you know, I, I know what they went through because you, you have high hopes. You think DeMar is going to, you know, put up, you know, 30-something or 40. Um, and, yeah, the Bucks are, are a good defensive team. But DeMar has shown, you know, in the regular season, it doesn't how, matter how good of a defensive team. He can get his shot up and get his points up. But, man, he, he did not shoot – um well this game and it's like more like shooting I felt like he you know during a regular season he's shooting like Jordan during the regular season but when it comes playoffs time that boy shooting like Hassan Whiteside boy <laughs> he was wait he was six for 25 um you know this past uh this past game uh game one um versus the Bucks so it's 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 a little bit scary but you know I I mostly want to talk about my Miami heat, this Miami Heat team. Hey, look, see a lot of people um, don't want to give them the credit. Um, they're not, you know, especially you Shafton, uh, you know, Bam Adebayo on his defensive player of the year. But I think this team relishes on that, the underdog role. A lot of their players were undrafted. So they really uh, never had, the, all the talk about them. And I think they, they kind of relish that. They, they kind of like that. And like Tyler Hero says, give them all the, you know, give everybody else the credit. You know, we, we, we want it like that um, because eventually they're going to have to come, you know, come through us. And which is true because the heat have home, home court events throughout the Eastern Conference, uh, Eastern Conference. And with this home crowd and I'm loving this home crowd energy. Um, it it kind of, it kind of sucks sometimes because you know the ticket prices are way high. So you get like the you get like the rich people that you know are Heat fans, but they're not those die-hard Heat fans like you know myself and and some of my friends are. 
like that would be this going crazy um but uh you know the heat fans are have shown up white hot heat uh are, is out in full effect and hopefully uh we can get a uh, a good game three win and hey look i want to sweep but i feel like it's going to be a gentleman sweep with uh heat and five so we'll see but you know trey trey young uh again there's something with that kid bro i have this ah that you know i i want i want to sweep just to just to um send him home send him go and uh fishing early as the tnt crew uh says um but again this is jose from big meat sports uh Again, I apologize for uh, not being on the show for about three, maybe four weeks. Uh, but, I, you know, we'll try to get back here on a little bit more consistent basis. Thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to check us out on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts. Check out our Instagram page um, and so on and so forth and our YouTube page. Don't forget to check out our YouTube page. We do post some videos on YouTube. But uh, check us out on Instagram. We do get interactive with our with our uh, guests and on questions here and there. Um, And um, yeah, so we'll see you on the next episode. Catch you later.